Hello, Delorean. Uh, my name is Catherine, and I am your winter depression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jasper, and you know when it's like 3 a.m. and you're about to fall asleep, and you suddenly remember something really embarrassing you did in third grade? That's me. <laughs> So uh, we had the plan of like doing a uh, top five of Magali's costume last episode, but it became really uh, sad, and we had we, we needed a moment, and it didn't felt right. So we're going to make a new episode. Somebody <laughs> cried. I don't know. Uh, uh, it so was we're my cat. Uh, so I was thinking of trying to do a top five. What we're gonna do is uh, we're just gonna write. I have a Google Doc here. Uh, our favorites, and then we're gonna try to. Oh boy! Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, and I'm gonna go uh, first with Welters. Oh wow! <laughs> the face Jasper just made for me. Welters is uh, essential for uh, magician because not only it's Welters and it's like classic from the magician, but she managed to have the personality of everyone in the, the uniform while all the others had this like t-shirt and and short uniform the, the physical kid didn't care and elliot didn't look like katie and quentin didn't look like uh Margot. so yeah it, it was actually it was amazing that she she took a whole bunch of outfits that were black with the varsity white stripes and made them all um I just lost my words completely. Reset. She took these outfits that were just like the, the black outfits with the white varsity stripes and made them specifically to reflect the personality of the character. Yeah, like they shouldn't match together, but they are. Yeah, which I will say was really fun when I did my uh, Marina Welters and my Julia Welters, finding things that went with that that yeah, now that. everything that is uh, uh, black with a white stripe is a welter costume for me. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, your turn to put uh, a costume that you like. Um, I, I have a weirdly specific one written down here. Um, wait, where's the... It's Google on the Google Doc. Doc. Guys, I'm bad at uh, everything. <laughs> and also nothing. I'm great at everything. Okay. It's in season four, episode seven, The Side Effect. Okay. Um, I'll, hold on, let me send you an image. It's Finn's yellow dress. <gasps> yes. So yes, okay, you know the one I'm talking about. Describe it to me. Um, it's a pale yellow shade with... Um, floral beading mm -hmm. like beadwork and i i think it's really I, I feel like yellow is first of all a very thin color yes and Brittany wears yellow amazingly uh so few people can can pull that that shade off uh way to go Brittany. 
but what what really got me about it is, is first of all the, the pale color it's got it's, it's representative of like a childlike nature but then the the silhouette and the way it flows is very aggressively feminine and delicate and it's but, in the and it's in the um episode uh, the moment where she decides that she's going on a quest for herself and everything so, so she's empowering herself yeah and the, and that um it's like a velvet velvet draping and that floral beading is very royal mm-hmm. and it's a simple costume that just says so much about Finn in my mind yes and it's Finn while Margot is back so she's Finn trying to reconnect with the Finn she was before being hiking yeah Finn Finn probably has the second biggest like dramatic costume shift throughout the series next only like Katie yeah I I put a I had this post on Tumblr that I re I reblogged because of what ha- what happened, and basically Magali had this quote about how Finn, when she went to Earth, discovered pants for women, and after that she yeah. wears a lot of pants when she's in situation of power and you need to put herself like. I but like the moment she's, she's with Margot, she put herself more in a dress to give Margot the power. We talk about it in one of the Yeah, episodes. like I feel like we talked about that in a podcast episode. Finn and pants are my OTP. Yes. Um, but yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, my turn to put something. I will say... Oh, uh, Lizard Elliot Nests. So we talk about it in the last episode, uh, but basically Magali had this uh, this coat, this lizard coat since season one. She saw it and was like, I'm going to use it for something one day. And then Lizard Elliot appeared and she was like, yeah, finally <laughs> my coat, it's time. <laughs> because like, I feel like it was, it was also safe for like a special occasion, like yeah. not just any old Elliot outfit, any old Elliot hiking outfit. This is the hardcore musical Lizard Elliot. But also the fact that she wanted us to focus on the coat, so he spared chest underneath. Like I think if we would have had like a, a shirt or something, it would have lessened the lizard effect. Yeah, normally only Penny gets to like wear open shirts. So I'm yeah. glad that Elliot finally got his his chance. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, that that was a spot on costume for um, from Magali, and it was just the moment it, uh, he he appealed like that. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, iconic!" Like, <laughs> like it it was a fashion fucking moment. Like Fashion Week stopped and admired. I, I like and, and Tumblr exploded basically. <laughs> Alright, I I feel like a list is not complete without this outfit. Yeah. Julia Goddess costume. See, oh! I, I, I hesitated to put it because for me it was her makeup that really brought it. So I wanna hear your, your thing about the costume. Oh what I, I, I everything about it was fucking perfect. I love the it 
the white draping fabric that just that flowed almost like water but it was a really heavy fabric Mm -hmm. it almost looked like a canvas type of fabric in a way yeah uh it was really heavy and then the the sleek dark pants and that contrast uh which I, i i felt for me anyway i felt like it really helped to highlight julia's own contrast with light and darkness with not having her shade and having her shade and that that internal struggle that she had been having and just the the beautiful ethereal silhouette that it created where Mm -hmm. just she didn't even look like her feet were touching the ground it was rufus i think rufus is a dog no, it's a cat. Sorry, he jumped on the Christmas tree. Okay, so, um, ooh, I'm hesitating. Um, okay. Oh, one more thing. I, I loved how it yes. was tied and there was, like, no clasping on, like, there were no clasps or anything on Julia's goddess outfit. Like, the yes. front was loosely tied with that black fabric and the, the royal vibes. It was just beautiful. I have some so many emotions. Um, now for me, I'm going to say Quentin season one, episode one. Um, because I think it's important that we understand who Quentin was. And just like by the way he was dressed like in that, that uh, party where he had like this flat t-shirt and was like awkward in it. And then going to the Arbor interview with like... The, 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 the shirt and the bottom of vest and he looked you like know a little who that person is he looked like a little boy in like dressing up as his dad in like an oversized suit going yeah, to work and then uh, he goes to 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 break bills and he, he loses the, the 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 shirt and he only has this uh well not the vest the sweater and he only has like his um is short and it, it, like a, a loose tie and you see that he's starting to becoming the Quentin that he's gonna become we but... got to see him struggle with taking that that sweater off oh that was genius but I just feel like the moment you see Quentin you know who he is without him talking the costume yeah. tells you who he is I I haven't started on like dissecting Quentin's costumes yet but I, I do love how anytime Quentin is overly anxious or depressed we see we see it in his sweater yep he has a he has sadness sweaters yep and he wears luck the whole season four yep yep <laughs> it, it's it's sweaterville baby okay what is your next one Ooh. All right. Okay, let's do a top. You know what? Five will only be impossible. Oh yeah, let's let's just keep going forever. I'm gonna stick with with uh, season one, episode one. Okay. And look at mm. Alice. That uh, that's that's that. Uh, uh, it's a Peter Pan collar black dress. Black, it's a Forever 21 black shift dress with the uh, Peter Pan collar. And I like that Peter Pan collars are 
iconic for Alice throughout yeah, the series. She, I, I think she wears them all the time, and even when she's a Niffin. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it really speaks a lot because Peter Pan collars evoke the idea of, like, children. There are a lot of children's clothes and all of that, yeah. and I feel like that's her holding on to a childhood she lost. Mm-hmm. But the the dress she wears in, in the first episode, you know, at first, it, before we know Alice and who she is and what she's gotten through, it makes her come off as like a, a serious person with maybe this underlying fragility and, and delicacy. Yes, delicacy. Yeah, like you see her and you're like, this girl is trying to toughen herself up. But I, I think the dress that she's wearing is out of grief. I think it's it's to represent grief and mourning. Uh, from Charlie? Be- she's on the Brickbills campus for the first time, which is where Charlie died. I think it's a, a new wave of grief, and I think mm. her black dress is... Representative of it. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go with this. The fairies. Ah, that's... No, that's the one I was debating on for my yes. number one. Uh, honestly, first that's fabric. That's fabric. And then I realized that it's uh, also a, a type of, of mushroom. Oh. Looks like that. There's a mushroom that looks like this fabric. And we know what mushroom and the eggs and the baby represent for the fairies. So I like that it's all tied up tied up together. And she it. it it makes them ethereal, but I don't know how to explain this fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I, I love how it's all the same fabric, but the the fairy queen looks, it's, it's draped so much differently on her. Mm-hmm. And even though it's the same fabric and it, it ties her to, to the fairies and all of that, obviously, but the draping sets her apart mm-hmm. while still and I also like that the fairy queen wears the same thing as the other fairies. I think that uh, says a lot about Yeah. And since we know that they've been outcast and uh like when we meet Sky she's not wearing the 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 like the, the, the fairy costume. She's wearing like a, a sack. A, a sack. Uh, but seeing everyone wearing the fairy costume shows like it's part of them, you know, like it's it's part of their culture and they're probably wearing it. Um, I, and I, I just remember we just saw like season three just finished and we had a glimpse of the fairy queen. No, then it's season two that finished and we had a glimpse of the, of the fairy queen. And so we knew nothing about the fairies. And there was a Comic-Con and someone came dressed as the Fairy Queen from the glimpse we had. And the, the cast was like, Lord, because how amazing they look. And I swear to God, those, uh, I, I need to find that video and post, put it in the, in the show notes. But they look like fairies. And it is simple. It's just that, that fabric that you put on yourself and you slick your hair back. But you know. Again, yeah. I, I, once again, the, 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 the costume talks. Also, that that I'm I'm thinking about that image of at the at the end when the fairies declare war on Fillory and it just zooms out and you see them 
yeah. all over the and you were talking about how the the fabric is like a type of mushroom yes and it looks like an invasion of mushrooms throughout the Florian hills yeah like they're they're sprouting out from nowhere or is beautiful i think it's uh, another iconic one yeah all right okay. uh there's not a particular outfit i'm thinking of i'm just thinking uh, of this whole character Bacchus. i wrote down every time we see him he's just so much like willy wonka in grave hell I think one time he had like furry boots and a top hat. When he was pretending to be um, Ember. Ember. Yeah. yeah. And he's got his like red shorts and and rubber boots. And but still wear like a vest. His white coat thing that I think he stole from a doctor. It's uh, you you understand the chaos of Bacchus with this outfit. You really do it, and, and it, none of these pieces go together. They should not be not. on one man. But it's not like Wilder where it fits together. It doesn't. It doesn't fit together, but it's iconic, and you recognize that's Bacchus. He's he's. If you go to a Bacchus party, you will get alcohol poisoning. Take a friend. <laughs> do not take anything anyone hands you. If you even think about setting your drink down, get a new one. Uh, so the outfit of the moon brain party uh, oh. and they're all glittery uh, I wanted to put Margot because Margot was amazing in this one suit glittery blue and her hair, hair piece that we don't see a lot in the show but there was a uh, then the scene where her hair piece was a moon um, Penny even Penny had, the, had this like it was kind of his outfit but but like shiny and Josh has this crispy suit, but glittery, and it was just beautiful. <laughs> the outfits were very much not something the characters would wear while still being highly reflective of their personalities. Yeah, like it's out of character, especially for Penny. Maybe not Margot. Margot, though she doesn't I, wear glitter. I was going to say, Margot has a ban on glitter. Uh anywhere because of, of something Elliot probably did at some point no glitter but uh, I, I just found them I saw this and I was like they're just beautiful you know and Margot had this like loose curly hair which we rarely oh my god Margo. it was I was obsessed with her like big 80s hair yeah um so one who, who decided to put them in this outfit but two is just another moment of i i remember the while we were like watching in and doing this live watch party everyone was like okay but the costume now <laughs> everyone's like can we stop the episode and just look at the i have gone through like frame by frame by frame of that scene yeah while like trying to identify costume pieces for other people but looking at the way these costumes catch the light especially mm -hmm. um it's 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 not like a disco ball type of glitter where it's no, super exactly. in your face 
it's a like subtle moon glow. There you go. It's it's when they move and the light reflects on it that you see. Yeah, but it's it's also still shadowed perfectly that it's not like in your face blinding glitter. This is a dance competition. Glitter in your face. <laughs> All right, your turn. Ooh. This is a, this is. Penny season five, episode one. That's uh, Penny twenty three. Yeah, Penny twenty three. When you wear yellow, uh, it, I, I'm thinking specifically of his big coat. He wears it throughout season five, but that that coat he wears. Um, I, yeah, I actually need to get. I have that coat. Uh, nice. I need to get it from my my dad's, but I I have it, and there was something I noticed about it that I think I posted about at the time. And that's that on the back, there's this, um, like, it's a, the, the coat's green, but it's got this piece of fabric on the back that's like a blue, um, kind of Navajo print is what it's called or something like that. But it's the same as the vest that Stanley wore way back in season one, Penny's traveling mentor. Holy shit. Yeah, that was one of the first messages I ever sent to, to um, Magali. Magali was, was, hey, am I crazy and overthinking this? And she's like, I really want to hear your opinion on this. Please, please share. What do you think? I'm like, I think it's it's supposed to be reminiscent of, of Stanley and... and tying Penny back to that, even though this is a different Penny, it's... Yeah. I like that. I really, really like And also, it shows maybe the difference with Penny 40, that we know Penny 40 being either, like, in, a, in, the, in the library suit, or... Uh, I just started a new costume. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> or... Um, being with those like open vest and open chest having this like outdoorsy thing yeah penny, it's penny, different and let's say okay that's how penny 23 is different penny 23 also doesn't have as many open shirts as penny 40 which is a damn shame <laughs> arshan gupta was not meant to wear a shirt So I'm gonna write what I had. I just uh, flashed on two, and it's Katie being a librarian. Yes. Or how I call it, every lesbian dream. Katie in a. I said like back in season one or season two. Just made a post on Twitter or on uh, Tumblr. That was just like okay, but Katie in a fucking suit though. Yeah, but like with the hairdo and the glasses. Yes. Like she was clearly playing a role, but she was so beautiful, and oh my god, she was, she looked timeless. And I'm like, please tell me about library book is overdue. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And it it also like that the one thing I like about the we've talked about the costumes reflecting personalities, and it does that with the librarians too. Yes. 
with Zelda and Penny. And I feel like even though Katie's playing a character and undercover, there's still a, somewhat of a reflection of her in this, the style of the suit, the the I cut and the fit. Katie, like, got kicked out of Breakdale's and found the library, she would look like that. Like, uh, uh, Katie that yeah. needed help from her mom, I feel like if Katie found the library instead of Breakdale's, that would have been the Katie we know. I'm seeing who got the... I don't know how I don't have an image of that. I've got every single Katie costume ever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay, so it's your turn. All right. We're just going to keep going. Uh, this top 10 list has turned into... Uh, oh, we're going to have to remove some. That's going to be hard. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, I just talked about this off the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up again so that everyone knows. Yeah, because Jasper um, and I talk off podcasts. Yeah, it, it's, we, I know this is a shock <laughs> to you guys. Sometimes we, we text and talk off podcast. We don't um, just talk for your, your entertainment. <laughs> it's not all about you. So that is the uh, outfit from Marina, season one, episode two. I wrote okay. that down wrong. So it's the one where Marina uh, plays a like a newbie to test while well, she tests Julia in the in the fridge. The fact that this makes sense, <laughs> I love this ending. Also, uh, rewatching it, where did that dead guy come from? You don't want to know. Like, that was never no. brought up again. Yeah, so what what got me when I was working on the on these costumes is that when we first meet a lot of the characters like Elliot and, and Alice, their costumes are a reflection of, of who they are, and we get an introduction to them just visually. With Marina, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Da, da, da. Da, da, dun. Because the the way that she dresses, it's comparable to in season four, episode two, Lost Found Fucked, when she alters Dean Fogg's memories to mm-hmm. be her dad, which um, we all have daddy issues. They're wearing very similar outfits, and I feel like maybe this is a reflection of who Marina was before being... Marina pre-magic. Yeah, and I think maybe she dresses like that because she sees her former self as weak and helpless and naive. Yeah, because even when she played a character, she was like, oh, I cannot do that, you do it. Oh, you do this. Like, she, she did nothing. She looked at Julia work. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's a reflection of, of who she was before she got hard. Yeah. Or I'm crazy. No. Um, my next one, I don't think I will put in the top ten, but I want to put it in the honorable mention, because I think it's worth mentioning, but I won't fight for it to be in the top ten. It's Beast Quentin. 
Ah! Y'all thirsty on main! Because he wears the suit rather differently than the Beast. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain it why, so I need your fashion brain. I feel like for the Beast, the suit is a part of him almost. In the way that... Yeah, because... Um, What's his name? You say, oh, you wear a, a, a suit and uh, put mud on your face and everyone freaks out. Yeah. And and Quentin, you know, he takes off his, his suit jacket at one point. He's... The suit, for him, I feel like, because this is Quentin, the suit's a costume. Mm-hmm. And it's him... He is... Yes, he's, he's Beast Quentin, but he's also dressing up as the beast almost in a mockery yeah because when he he was about to attack alice or julia he's reputting the thing and like Mm -hmm. tying it up like time to be the beast yeah 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 yeah. i like that i like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so that was my if you want to put honorable mention too uh, go ahead uh you know what we don't have on this list though is like any Margo. <laughs> oh, uh, my next and... one is Margo. Don't worry. Because I'm like, all of Margo's outfits yes, are. But I, I, I have some specific from Margo. Um, yeah. Because I have one, and that's. Margo wedding dress. Yeah. Wasn't she beautiful? Oh my god. So, can you uh, describe it to me? Because I remember her being in a flowy dress. Uh, I'm trying to pull up an image so that I can. (sighs) I don't know. It's a perfectly fit, but still, like, it's form-fitting, but flowing, white and gold. White and gold, and her her veil uh, is, like, dotted to... Like, nothing is truly white because Margot is not a virgin. Uh. And she has this kind of clasp on her, like a belt, a golden belt, and something that makes her a bit like, uh, that give her a bit more um, shoulder pad. Like, it looks like a peacock's tail. Yeah, and and the, the way that the eye patch goes with the dress but also it's not the eye patch is not the same shade of gold as the um the dress. embellishment on the dress mm-hmm. it's it's the same as the crown mm. so it kind of stands out against against everything it's yeah 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 and just the way it flows it's very it's not a Margot dress. It's very different from what Margot typically wears in a well, way. Well, because she's forced into the wedding, so it probably was chosen by the fairy queen. Yeah, but it, it's still... She's happy in it. So much so that, like, when I first saw the episode, I thought she was under a spell because we had never seen Margot happy before. Yeah, smile. And... Even though the dress is not typical of Margot, 
I think that's because it's not her defenses aren't up like they usually are. Yeah. So it's a more sheer and delicate fabric and she's letting herself be that sheer and delicate person. Uh, and then been covered in blood. Yeah, I mean like in weddings. Um what? Um, every wedding goes. Let's put it on the list because we got to. It's like one day more. Our eye patch. Uh, yes, the eye patch is its own character. A lot of people said that they got into eye patch because of Margot. And I think it's the first time I saw the eye patch showing that it can be fashioned, that it can be put with. Like, her disability became a strength, became something that made her different but like empowering and it's totally Margot to do that but I one of my favorite eye patches the one with the rose it's a rose one. Oh yeah it, it basically the rose there's a rose inside the, the the eye patch and the 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 thing that goes over your head is like the the stem of the the rose it's just beautiful. It's Margot it, it reminds me of, of pirates, not just because pirates wear eye patches, but the way that in in fiction and media, we see pirates use their disabilities as a strength, like, oh, you lost your hand. Well, now your hand is a weapon. Yeah. Margot uses her, her disability and her eye patch as a way to make herself more intimidating in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because especially at, in that season where like she wears it all the time, uh, Elliot's not there. Yeah. She has to take the, the role of a leader and she doesn't know how to. And she lost her, her eye and her best friend. Yep. And I for so, an eye. I, I just, yeah, I think her eye pass all worth it to be in the top 10. Uh, I had one a second ago. Hold on. What's up? Sam Cunningham. I feel... I, I know, I think we talked about this last season. Um, when... Katie's memory memories were altered, and Dean Fogg gave her the police lady personality. That really changed something in Katie. That really helped her take the next step to who she was going to be, and it it shone through her dressing in a way like Sam throughout season four and five. Yep. Yeah, because after that, she's keep wearing the the kind of style without being fully Sam Cunningham. Like, she changed her style to look like Sam more. And what was what was interesting to me about that too is like, Pete and Marina were best friends, um, and a lot of the time, like costuming is is done in a way to show relationships between characters. Mm -hmm. But Pete's Pete's style and Marina's style is completely different mm -hmm. 
Katie and Pete kind of like go together. Cor- coordinated like how they looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get David Call on. Um, I'm gonna put it in honorable mention. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm gonna put it in the top ten because I. It's one of my favorite costumes of the show. Um. Elliot and Fan season three, episode two. So that's when they're in the boat. Uh, Elliot has this blue velvet uh, piece, but like the shirt is not a button up, like a straight, it's like a diagonal. And Fen has this golden dress and the the, the purple uh, robe, because like to show their vulnerability still, but like she's coming back. I adore those costumes and i cannot say why but for me this solidified like why season three is my favorite season i think that the costumes were also like the first time we saw elliot and finn in costumes that showed they were a team a a couple yeah like they finally had costumes that that correlated to each other instead of you're right that their costume never match. Never. Because they were always kind of... Apart. Yeah. There was always a, a wall between them. Of but it felt like... Uh, yeah, it just felt like they were together. And I don't know. Fen was beautiful. Elliot is handsome. It, and this episode was amazing. So, I, I, I like that Elliot's costume looked... The, the, the difference I see in it, though, is that Elliot's costume looked like he was supposed to be on a boat. It was kind of had that sailor vibe. Yes. F- Finn's, Finn's wasn't really boat. Finn was, I'm comfy. Finn was, Finn was, uh, Finn. Well, I think Finn was, like, she she was out of her gown and her, like... Yeah. Like, but she still need time to get out and get on her feet and wear pants again. So that's where, well, she haven't gone to uh, Earth yet, but that's like her coming back to herself slowly, but still needing this softness and this like fragility that she is. And I, I love that about Finn's costuming is that the, the fragility that it goes through, especially in the earlier seasons when she's going from being just a regular villager and and fillery and kind of testing the waters and trying out all of these beautiful fabrics i'm a princess now (laughs) i wear this really weird tree necklace thing that's pokey and and meanwhile and then at when you see her at the end of season five where she wears just this like uh pants and like tight pinks uh pink vests and that, it's more her than that pink dress. Yeah, that but the the Banana Republic velvet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just I, I love fan costume, and people who might never listen to the podcast will discover I love fan. Uh, wait, 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 wait! Really? <laughs> but Since when? Uh, for me, like season three, episode two, those are my favorite costume of Finn and Elliot. And I wanted to put them there. I, I I'm gonna 
stick on this fin train um, because I do have I'm between two. I'm between two. Ooh. I'm between two. Um, I don't remember the the. Actually, no. I'm I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna put it in honorable mention. Okay. Which is Todd when Elliot first gets back to break bills. When he and uses clothes. When Todd stole Elliot's clothes and is trying to reclaim his his name. <sighs> I It looked like a young brother being <laughs> in his brother's closet. Yeah, and I, I feel like it Todd is Todd. He's the Todd of the show. Yeah. He's just he is Todd, but I, I feel like we got to see that, oh no, he looks up to Elliot. He thinks Elliot's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> and we see him even trying harder in season five, no, season four, when he introduced um, uh, Julia to break bills when she has lost her memory, and he tried to reenact season one, episode one with Quentin. And it doesn't go that way. Oh, he's precious. <laughs> like, he, he has the suit. He looks amazing in it, but he's not Elliot. I think that's like... What is that? It's like a, the shirt that he's wearing in that episode is like... um A really nice designer shirt, too. Yeah. It's not Valentino, but it's, it's something similar. That the, when I found it, I refused to accept that Todd wears <laughs> designer clothes. But it's, I think it's it's just interesting to see because in season one, episode one, when Elliot comes back into the physical kid cottage, he's like Avada Kedavra. Everyone's like, whatever, Elliot. You see, Elliot and Margot aren't cool. They're no bullies. one, no one thinks they're cool. Everyone's kind of annoyed by them. So to see Todd be like, Elliot's super cool. I'm going to wear his clothes and be him. That's kind of weird. Todd's weird. Todd's a weird guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to put another honorable mention. Uh, um, Henry's suit. Um, I don't want to put it in the top ten because I think they're stronger contender. But we have to talk about his suit. And now, um, in the other podcast, you said this amazing quote about how he wears it as an armor. There's a bespoke suits and hand-sewn shirts. It's an armor to keep the world away. And, like, even when he... He has, like, magic in his armor when he's confronting the beast... Uh, not the beast... Uh, uh, the monster and his sister, and he has this thing that he pulled, and suddenly something else happened. Like you see that again, Henry, Henry's identity and who he is as a as a magician is is suit. Because the moment he doesn't wear them, ah, you know what is happening. Yeah, his suits are are very much a a part of him and. 
the fact that that he has he has Etta, who's both his tailor and, as far as we can see, his only friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying like Henry Fogg doesn't have any friends. He's so uncool. He's not invited to the birthday party. No, he like, just doesn't have friends because he forgot to do that. <laughs> he got busy. He got busy fucking with forty timelines. Oh God. But like you, you remember when uh, in timeline twenty three when we see him in his bunker in his office, he doesn't wear his his um his suit. He's in like camel. Uh, he has like a Kevlar vest or something. He doesn't look like himself. Like you look at him and it's not Henry. No, it's it's. I I feel like. What am I trying to say? So I was about to say, I wonder if the suit is something that he developed over the timelines. But looking back hmm. at, at 23, I'm also wondering, like, did he give up the suit and start dressing in this, like... Because he's in, in the, a, like, whatever, man, vibe. Or, like, he didn't deserve the suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like... And it's funny because, like, if we look at that and we are, we're going back to the Beast and Beast Quentin, those suits also are different. Like, Quentin and Henry wears, a, and, the, and the monster wears a suit for power, but different kind of power. And, and Quentin's Beast suit, he wears it so casually, too. Yeah. And I would say Henry Henry's suit is also worn for, for power, but a power that doesn't come from outside sources or f- from magic. Yeah. It's, it's only there's, power. There's a psychology be- behind clothes. Wasn't it you that told me that he has different knots on his tie? Maybe. I don't remember. If I remember, I, I know that uh, depending on his mood... There's different knots on on his tie, like uh, like he wears a more loosely tie when he's not all there or he's drunk, but when he's super serious, is the Windsor knot, or yeah. like he speaks through his tie as well. Yeah, and it, it goes to the this whole psychology behind what you wear. Like, I mean, we've been in quarantine for for twenty years. Um, and I still, when I wake up every day, I put my makeup on and get dressed because that kind of tells me the day is starting. And mm-hmm. if I feel like I look look good, um, I feel good. And sometimes yeah. when I'm sad, I'll do like an extra makeup look and wear like a ball gown sometimes because I'm sad and I want to wear something pretty. And I, I feel like... That goes with Henry with his his suit. It there's a there's a psychological effect where where wearing the suit is like I'm Dean Fogg. I'm protecting these children. Yeah, which is why I think maybe yep. in in twenty three he felt like he didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn. Gotta put this one on the list because this was one of my favorite outfits. When Finn goes on her her quest, so that's the pink 
uh, the pink uh, coat? Uh, I gotta look at it. I know she wears pants. Yes. She's got her pants and her knives. Uh, that was episode eight. I believe. I could be wrong. I often am. I'm never wrong. I'm always right. That was the that was the episode. Um, yeah, the the pink, like, tight fitting jacket top, and the pants and the the, like, almost utility belt type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's first of all the perfect mix of Earth and Florian. I also love that the the coat is cut both in like it's cut like a tailcoat. Mm. So it's both royal and it's in harmony with Margot's coat that she's wearing with the cut and how it fits and drapes and falls and how they're dressed in a similar way but very mm-hmm. different. And I just love that outfit. Agreed. Um, I'm almost done with my list. What about you? I'm, I'm getting there. Um, I'm going to put uh, Margot's crowning dress. It is purple and gold with this kind of embellishment at the, at the front. And... We know Margot to be extra, and she could have gone full-on, I am the fucking queen, look at me, and it's still, it's subtle, it's like kind of, uh, not reserved, because it's still like a beautiful gown, but it's not this, um, how how can I say that? Trying to find an image of it, because I know the dress, but... Cannot find it. Okay. Um. Oh, here we go. The the kind of the uh, lacy blue purplish. I don't yeah. know if that's blue or purple. I am colorblind, y'all. You gotta bear <laughs> with me. Um. I learned that because of Todd's shirt, actually, but that's unrelated. Yeah, the the one sleeve and the sheer sleeve, and it it, it just, like it could have been such such a show, so much like overpowering and taking all the place in the room, and it's not. It's regal. It's just her. It's just her form. I don't know. There's something about it that says something. It's the dress almost represents how Margot became High King, which is subtly and without without trying too hard, without trying mm. at all. She she didn't plan to be High King. She she was humbled by it. She was yeah. humble. That's it. 
it really brought her down from being like, I'm fucking royalty, fuck you, to, oh wow, these people believe in me. Yeah. And I, for Margot, I feel like that was such a huge thing because I, having people trust and believe in her and not just feel intimidated and want to do things so that she doesn't do something nasty to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think she she has ever experienced that. I don't think she's ever had people embrace and want her there for who she is. Yeah. And that's why, like, when she turns, she takes a, bre- a breath and look at Elliot to get this okay, but there's this, like, here I am. Yeah, and, and she's got her her hair down which she we rarely ever see her hair down like that when she's Mm -hmm. a high queen hi katie my kitty just came in um but her her hair's down and she looks young she looks a lot younger than she has and vulnerable and the margot we know she is under the uh, hard glossy armor There's so many Margot outfits that I feel like need to be on this list. Yeah, but if we're pu- putting those who are like our favorite, if we forgot something, hey, email us, tweet at us. We're going to reblog it, that's for sure. And and maybe we'll do another part where we go into the, the character study through different, different outfits. Maybe instead of season five, we'll just have like a penny story arc and <laughs> episode and... You know, tell me what you want. Um, mm. Oof. I'm between so many. There's so many good ones, but I've, I've got to put this one on there. Um, not just for our good friend Spooky, Spooky Spice, um, who made this outfit mm. and looked absolutely fucking stunning. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but because it's it was such a good outfit. And so that's Margot's her. dessert uh, costume, which is a lot of drapes. It's uh, brown, it's beige, it's not what we see Margot in. No, and it's it's not that it's not the typical silhouette that we see Margot in. It's not the the fabrics. It's it's nothing. It's Margot's been stripped completely of her title, her power, her friends, her life, and cast mm-hmm. out, and is is wearing something that's very reflective of her losing her whole life essentially in an instant and she gave that up but I feel like that that deep red that she wears with it mm-hmm. is still very representative of Margot because I feel like red is a very Margot color yes when we first see her in season one it's in the the red the red mm-hmm. shirt Um, that's it for me. Do you have anything to add before we start mm. putting some of the top ten in the honorable mention? 
I, I have one more honorable okay. mention. I'm not going to write it down, but that is... Well, no, uh, go ahead. Okay. And I love New York with her cape. With her like, oh, <laughs> well, you're like, we're trying, honey. And you know, you the, my favorite thing about that outfit is she's got the the her pants that she has yeah. discovered and loves. Uh, she's been out with Todd all day, so bless her heart. And then this Florian cape and the I love New York shirt. And you know, if you saw her walking down the streets of Manhattan, you wouldn't even glance twice. Yep. She she fit in. Yep. While look, well, well, it's New York. I mean, I mean, no one gives a shit. They saw a guy jacking off the subway two minutes ago. All right. So now we have nineteen on the t- uh, top ten. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take some of them and put them in honorable mention. Let's. Put out there that those we put in honorable mention doesn't mean we don't like them. We love everything we put on the list. It's just we have to do a top ten. I love every single costume except whatever the fuck Marina wore in the beginning of of season four because I don't know what that was. Is it a skirt? Is it a scarf? Someone tell me, please. I say that uh, to help us. We're gonna put Q and Alice in season one, episode one. That way, it removes the spot, and it's easier for us. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we're each, each going to remove something. We have now 18, so we have to remove 8. I'm um, going And if I do it, it doesn't mean that we don't love it. Again, it's just, it's not a top 10 contender. This is physically painful for me. I'm going to say Bacchus. Even stopping at 18 is painful. Bacchus is now in the honorable mention. Uh, what he wore is amazing, it's iconic, but it's not something that people in five years will remember. I mean, I will, because I'll still wake up going, why was he wearing mud boots? <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to move Margot's eye patch because I feel like um, the eye patch is a character in and of itself. Okay. And, uh... it me- we need to have like a top 10 of our eye patch. Um... Yes. We'll do that next time. I will say Fan Season 4, Episode 7. So that's the pink, the the the, the yellow one uh, when she has vision and uh, she waits for Josh in the pantry. Makes sense. I can't believe I didn't have more penny outfits on this list. Um, there's just so many I love, but I got distracted. I'm gonna move Penny down to honorable mention. Okay, we are at 14 now. Um, Gonna take Sam. Sam Cunningham. Um, 
Her outfit is amazing, especially that it influenced Katie, but I don't think it's like, oh my god, the magician did that. Yeah. It's an amazing costume, but just there's a dimension, I think. Mm. There's only three left to do, and then after that, we have to ring them one to ten. It's gonna be fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna move Finn and Elliot. Yeah. Cause, uh, I love their costumes. I feel like we have so many Finn and Elliot's on this list, but they're so well dressed. Um, I will one... say Finn Quest. Ah, uh, no, I no, I can't. Hmm. 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 I need to hug my kitty. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, Marina season one episode two. As much as I adore your analysis, <laughs> it's again not like an oh my god moment. I don't know. There's I feel only like one it. left. Uh, uh, mm, uh, All right, I'm gonna do Margot's wedding dress. Okay. I feel like. It was iconic and beautiful and perfect and wonderful and I love it. It's gorgeous. It's everything. Um, and it should it would be on the top ten list if I didn't know how to count. <laughs> Katie did not like my decision. Oh my god, Katie has a lot to say. She does. Oh my god, she was screaming this morning. I don't know why. So I think that Welter being the top one, I'm okay with that, honestly. I, I, I support that a lot because I feel Welter's an iconic sport. Yeah. And that I cannot see varsity stripes without thinking of Welters. Exactly. Okay, good. Um, I think Q and Alice will go into in number 10. Because it's for the statement, but it's again not a wow. So I'm going to yeah. put them at number 10. I feel like those are just such uh, character establishing costumes. Yeah. That Megaly really did tell entire stories without saying yeah. a single word. Yep. Um. Let's see. I think I don't think anything. <laughs> okay. Is Julia's goddess costume like worth a, a place to or does it beat Lizard Elliot best? That's actually exactly where I was focusing and what I was going back and forth on is I feel like that for me the fairy's costume is more than Julia's goddess costume yeah I think and yeah if we just switch 
those. Yeah. So right now we have at oh. number one Walters, number two Lizard Elliot Vest, number three the Fairies, and number four Goddess Julia. Now, um, does Margot Desert Garb beat the crowning dress? Yes. I would say so. Okay, so uh, let's switch it. Does Margot's garning go uh, desert dress, desert garb, beat fan quests? Ooh, I think so. Yeah. Okay, Katie Librarian. Hmm. Oh, that's a hard one now. That is because I feel like in both instances, it's um, it's a marking point for the characters and yep. they're both completely different from anything we've seen the characters have thus far but i feel margot's desert garb is more telling I, yeah i think it's more iconic too but i i also wonder if that's due to the lighting hmm because I feel like with the Katie Librarian, I wish we had gotten to see more, more of it. Mm -hmm. Because the, I love this show. The show is great and wonderful. Uh, the lighting is terrible. Yep. And so blue. Let's just put a blue filter on it. I created one. An empty blue filter. Oh. Uh, when I do my edits. Uh, I would put... Personally, I would put the desert thing after the goddess Julia. I, I think I can agree with that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, does the crowning dress beats FinQuest? I don't think so. I feel like the FinQuest outfit... Is is more of a key moment yeah. for Finn, especially, and a turning point for her. And yeah, you see her character evolution. Okay, does Finn Quest beat Katie Librarian? For me, yes. See, for me, for me. In a way, yes. In a way, no. Um, in part because the, the Katie Librarian also goes along with Katie's character arc where she's going from mm -hmm. wearing booty shorts and vests and combat boots to, you it's know... Hyper-feminine secretary. Yeah, and, and it's also a mark on her way to when she's leader of the Hedge Witches. Mm. It, it's similar to that. And it's it's okay, completely no, I, different. I'm okay that Katie beats it. Now the last one is Moonbrain Party. Does it go before the Desert Garb? I don't think so. No. no. But that is it goes before Katie Librarian. I think it goes before Finn's quest. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so... um. Let's read our top 10 that we oops, no, officially decided painfully. And once again, uh, we love all of them. <laughs> so.
So number one, Welters. Number two, the lizard, lizard Elliot. Number three, the fairies. Number four, Julia. Goddess Julia Wicker. Uh, number five, Margot in the desert. Number six, Katie as a librarian. Number seven, the moon brain party. Number eight, Fan Quest. Number nine, Margot's crowning dress. And number ten, Alice and Quentin, season one, episode one. I, I think that's a pretty good list. Good, yeah. Also, I do we actually have almost every... I think we have, like, every main character on there, especially adding in the Moon Brain Party, because we got Penny uh, and Josh. We have Margot, we have Julia. Julia. Ben, ben. Alice, Cleo. We miss one. Henry. We don't have Henry. Oh, no. He's in our heart. And we don't have Marina. No, but she's not a main character. Actually, she was at the Moon Brain Party, technically. Oh, perfect. There you go. <laughs> I so, actually uh, do really love Marina's outfit at the Moon Brain Party with the, the asymmetrical jacket thing. And, and she had short hair. And her big gold ring, which uh, I have that big gold ring, and it is just a piece of leather with a rock hot glued to it, which I find hilarious. Um... So yeah, I think uh, I would like to read, honestly, I know you have a ton of notes about the character arcs. Is this something that you would like to have as a podcast, something that you want to write? I would love to have it as a podcast too. Okay. And, and because uh, um, you have really good like insight and opinions and all of that on it. And I need that. Okay, so um, how about that? Do we do season five, or we still put a pause? Because I still have a lot of feelings about it. Uh, there's a lot I want to talk about in season five, but uh, most of it's Marina based. Um, this is a surprise, but I do like Marina. What? Okay, yeah. I I say here are the plan for 2022. We're in 2021 right now. 2022, we do season five. Okay. And then after that, we go with your analysis and we will take an episode per character. Yeah. And that's, just talk that's, about them. That was actually giving my suggestion was like an episode on this character and their arc. And uh, along with that, we can talk about their costuming with it, but it doesn't yeah. have to entirely be that. Perfect. So um, that's the plan for 2022, everyone. Um, we're gonna post uh, I, 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 we're gonna post an edit or something of the our top ten. Uh, this was our way, our silly way to just highlight the genius of Magali. We had over twenty two costumes, and we could have gone more. I could have uh, kept going. Um, yeah, it's just because it's an hour. The podcast is already an hour. Um, <laughs> uh, we like to talk. So, well, thank you for uh, listening to us. We're going to come back with season five one day uh, <laughs> when I have my schedule with school and I'm able to figure out the schedule. And, and uh, please, if you if you have any opinions on the on the costuming or you want to talk about it, uh, reach out to me on Twitter. It's under uh, Andreski Marina now. I changed my Twitter handle. Because I realized that one was available. I'm very proud. 
and uh, I'm under um, at Phil at Hiking Fan. You can also add us at Philorians. Uh, we are also on uh, Tumblr and on email. Everything's gonna be in the show notes. We want to hear what is your top ten. Um, yeah, I've, I've been off of Tumblr for a long time, but um, with with all of this and with my reignited appreciation and love, I'm planning on getting back to it. Yay, me too. Because <laughs> uh, I haven't been in a long time. <laughs> please don't send me any hate, or or do I? I just like interacting. <laughs> so uh, until then, uh, be careful, Philorian. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Just stay inside. Y'all like being inside. Y'all are all introverts. You don't need to go out. You don't need to like lick a bar floor. Just. Stay inside. It's safer. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>